Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealthy. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Ashley Rose and Dr. Michelle, functional medicine doctor, naturopathic physician, and East Asian medical practitioner. Welcome back, everyone. Throughout August, we have examined the ways in which our work environment can threaten our immunity and cause inflammation, how the negative ways in which we cope with stress can not only affect us but our offspring by way of epigenetics, And we got the opportunity to interview the lovely and truly badass lady boss, Bethany McDaniel of Primally Pure. She is so passionate about her skincare line and providing you with all natural and non-toxic products that support radiant skin, a healthy body, and a happy self. And this week, Michelle would like to share her 10 tips to help you get through allergy, cold, and flu season. If you're one of the lucky ones and haven't suffered through the congestion, red eyes, and sniffles, which is the case with me, have a listen for the person in your life who does. And most importantly, let's continue to consider what we're putting into our bodies by finding ways to heal with natural products. Here's Dr. Michelle. Hello, everyone. So my first tip to keep you fit in the face of sneeze season is to eat phytonutrient-rich foods. Phytonutrients are simply plant-derived nutrients. They're natural compounds that are super powerful defenders of our health. We all know that eating a plant-based diet is a good idea. And when I say that, I'm not saying to only eat plants but to make sure that each meal is built on a foundation of plants. If you eat animal products, try treating them more like a side dish or a garnish rather than the main feature. The reason why phytonutrients are so good for you and your immune system is because their role is to help protect the plant from pests and environmental stressors, along with dictating color and creating distinctive tastes and smells. In our bodies, phytonutrients stimulate enzymes that help our body detox, boost the immune system, improve cardiovascular health, promote healthy hormone balance, and stimulate the destruction of cancer cells. Like we discussed in episode five, it's highly recommended that you eat as many colors as you can throughout the week and aim for at least three different colors a day because phytonutrients come in all different colors, green, yellow, orange, red, blue, purple, white. And if you missed that episode, head on over and grab Dr. Michelle's power pack list of epigenetic superfoods. Think of it like each color having its own vital phytonutrient. You definitely want the variety. Starting with color is the first basic step to make when developing a healthy way of eating for everyone. It's foundational to all food plans I recommend, as plants are incredible medicine for chronic disease prevention and treatment. And Ashley, you've got our second tip. Yes, and that would be sleep. Wonderful and glorious sleep. We've all heard it and it's true, but adequate sleep is vital to our health. And without that good sleep, the effects can be felt in all areas of our lives. So we're missing our eight-ish hours of sleep a night, and we know we could use more sleep, but it's hard to say yes to that shut-eye even if we know what's good for us. We're like a stubborn child. We refuse to go to bed. 
especially if our kids are finally asleep and we've got a little more work to finish or we just want to chill with our partner or have some quiet alone time, I totally get it. (laughs) And sometimes you just can't seem to shut it down. I can't tell you how many people I work with who have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, or just waking up feeling like they still need more sleep. And yes, as adults, we should get between seven and nine hours of sleep per night. I know some of you might be thinking, No way. I can totally get by with five or six hours easy. But the truth is, if you're relating to this concept, then you're probably running your adrenals on overdrive, which means you're on the fast track to adrenal fatigue. And I've got a list for you to see if you might be suffering from adrenal fatigue. You're in love with the snooze button. You can't get through the morning without that cup of joe. You feel like you're always catching every cold and flu bug around. You have difficulty dealing with stress, you're not so interested in sex, and you struggle with poor memory or brain fog, which we talked about in episode two. And it could be hard to fit that missing sleep in, but I highly recommend naps wherever you can get them. And especially if you're feeling tired but fighting through it because there's work to be done, these are the moments when I really try to listen to my body. And don't be ashamed to take a cat nap in your car, especially if you're a commuter. I absolutely did that when I was in school. I slept in my car pretty much every day during my lunch break. That makes sense. (laughs) Just consider, if you're wanting to live a life unlimited by health complications, you're dependent on the regeneration that occurs during sleep. Growth hormone, or the anti-aging hormone, is secreted during our sleep cycles, which stimulates tissue regeneration, liver cleansing, muscle building, breakdown of fat stores, and blood sugar balance. While we sleep, free radicals are scavenged in the brain, which helps to protect it from aging. Sleep also gives us a renewed vitality, a more positive outlook on life and energy, which allows us to reach our full potential. And for a freebie today, Dr. Michelle has put together a detailed list of tips and strategies for how to get the best sleep every night. So be sure to check that out. Moving on, your third tip is Mm, alleviating stress. Stress, stress, stress. People are always talking about stress and ways to decrease it. And the reality is a lot of times it takes drastic change to shift the amount and severity of stress in our lives. But your health depends on it. I recommend spending a moment to take inventory of the events and relationships in your life and feel out which thing is creating the most stress for you in this moment. If you can't think of something, keep thinking. It's there. And once you've decided on something, brainstorm on ways to decrease or even remove your stress. Sometimes this may mean ending a relationship or limiting the amount of hours you work, creating a sanctuary where you can retreat and take some time for yourself, or sometimes the simplest and oftentimes hardest, asking for help. Anything that will mitigate the effects of stress in your life is a step in the right direction. Absolutely. All right, my fourth tip is uh, to incorporate pre and probiotics into your life. There are estimates that 60 to 80% of our immune system is in our digestive tract. What that means is that if the environment or the microbiome in the gut is out of balance, it can actually affect how our immune system works. So what do I mean when I talk about balance? Well, in this case, I'm talking about bacterial balance. 
If we're not taking care of our bodies, we can end up with too much or too little bacteria, the wrong kind of bacteria, or bacteria in the wrong place. Any of these scenarios is called dysbiosis. One way to improve your bacterial balance, and hence your immune system, is to eat foods or take supplements that contain pre- and probiotics. And probiotics are the friendly bacteria that we can find in naturally fermented foods like sauerkraut, my absolute favorite, yogurt, kimchi, and kefir. You know, you still have a jar of sauerkraut at my house. (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) I have a jar of sauerkraut in everyone's house. (laughs) Yeah, whereas... Prebiotics are the foods that feed our buddy bugs. The best prebiotic foods include things like root vegetables, onions, garlic, beans, asparagus, and various types of fruits. And number five, avoid hand sanitizer. So what's the big deal with hand sanitizer? First off, let me say that I will occasionally use it. The key word is occasionally, and the only time that I will even consider it is when I'm far too far from an actual source of water and some good old soap. The thing is, just like we have a microbiome that serves us in our gut, we have a microbiome that serves us on our skin. And when we're constantly killing off the bad bugs, we're also killing off the good bugs, which not only makes us more vulnerable to infection, but it also leads to superbugs that end up being resistant to certain antimicrobials, things like MRSA. On top of that, if we're, quote, saving our immune system from having to deal with these bugs, we indirectly weaken it because we're not using it. It's kind of like how muscles will atrophy or break down if we don't use them. So think twice before using hand sanitizer. All right. And number six is low toxicity living. One of the biggest contributors of stress in our system is environmental toxicity, and this can come up in the form of air pollution, contaminated water, pesticide residue from our foods, or the beautifying products that we put on our skin. And these toxins end up causing inflammation because our immune system is trying to handle these chemicals and compounds, some of which it's never had to deal with. So when our immune system is busy dealing with trying to control and detox these substances, it's not able to mount an appropriate response when we catch something like the common cold. Many times that's why people end up getting sick and having this icky low-grade illness for weeks or even months. So if our immune system is functioning properly, we should be able to mount a fever and get over it within a few days. Absolutely. And number seven, spice it up. Spices with cooking. So this relates back to the first topic we covered in regard to eating a phytonutrient-rich diet. Pretty much all spices can be considered medicinal herbs. And guess what? If you have a moderately stocked kitchen, you probably have quite a few on hand. Things like oregano, thyme, turmeric, peppermint, cloves, and cinnamon. All of these spices not only have a variety of health-boosting properties, but they also liven up your food and allow for more variety in the kitchen. We all need to spice things up a bit every now and then, right? Also, in relation to the kitchen, my number eight is to eliminate sugar. Oh, sugar. Where to begin? Just steer clear of it when at all possible. It causes inflammation, puts stress on our adrenal glands, leads to weight gain, and completely disrupts that delicate microbiome in our gut that we talked about already. 
And if you're craving something sweet, just have a square of 70% or darker chocolate. Better yet, make sure that chocolate is sweetened by a more natural alternative like honey or coconut sugar or maple sugar. And tip number nine get that added support with supplements. Yes, I usually recommend that people start taking immune support when they are traveling or if they're going to be around people who are sick. Uh, When I'm feeling something coming on, I turn right to my supplement cabinet and start dosing myself up with not-so-yummy herbs. Two of my go-to Chinese herbal formulas are Ganmao Ling and Yin Chao San. I tend to use Ganmao Ling for the typical cold and Yin Chao San when there's like a sore throat involved or you wake up with that sore throat. I'll list those in the show notes so you can get the spelling. <laughs> uh, some other supplements I might use include vitamin A to help boost my mucosal immunity, our first line of defense. So I'll usually take about 15 to 20,000 I use with food for a few days. Vitamin D is also great because it acts like an immune-modulating hormone. I usually take between two and 4,000 IUs per day, so if I'm feeling a little sick, I might bump it up to like 10,000 IUs for a few days just while I'm feeling under the weather. Zinc and vitamin C are also really helpful nutrients for our immune system. I usually take about 30 milligrams of zinc and anywhere from about 1,000 to 4,000 milligrams of vitamin C. To be honest, I just take as much as I can before I notice changes in my digestion. If you take too much vitamin C, you can get loose stools. So those are the basics, but sometimes I'll add in some other things like larch or um, certain mushrooms. Awesome. And last one, tip number 10. If you feel it coming on, get your warming sock treatment on. (laughs) Yes, exactly. If you wake up feeling like you're under the weather, I highly recommend trying the warming sock treatment. You may also know it as the cold sock treatment or magic sock treatment. Uh, This basically acts to reflexively increase circulation to the larger organs of the body while decreasing congestion in the upper respiratory passages like your head and your throat. Um, It has a really sedating action and people usually report that they sleep much better during the treatment. It also is effective for pain relief and it increases the healing response during acute infections, things like colds and flus. It's simple and it works and it costs nothing. So start by soaking a pair of cotton socks in cold water and then take a nice hot bath or shower and towel off till you're warm and glowing. (laughs) Yes. Next, wring out the cold socks really well and put them on. I know this sounds torturous, but stick with me. Immediately, put dry wool socks over those and try your best to avoid getting chilled. Um, And go to bed bundled up. Put on sweats, sweaters, blankets, or whatever else you have. In the morning, you'll have dry socks and you'll feel awesome. So there you have it. If you're like us, we really appreciate a good list of health hacks. Starting from the top of our list, to ensure that your immune system will pass muster come sneeze season, try number one, eating phytonutrient-rich foods, two, getting ample sleep, three, minimizing or removing stress entirely, four, eat foods or take supplements that contain pre- and probiotics. Five, avoid hand sanitizer as much as possible. Six, focus on low toxicity living. Seven, experiment with spices in your meals. Eight, eliminate sugar. Nine, get added support with supplements. 
And 10, if you feel icky, like something may be coming on, try the warming sock treatment. Be sure to visit femalesinfinefettle.com and click on episode 7 to receive your freebie. This week, we have Dr. Michelle's sleep hygiene handout, where she walks you through tips and strategies to get the most restorative sleep you've ever had. Hey, it's Dr. Michelle, and I cannot wait to meet you back here next week. In episode 8, we'll be talking about how batching your time at the right time can supercharge your day. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Females and Fine Fettle from Wiped Out to Wealthy, a podcast to fit your lifestyle. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinefettle.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.